Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 64, which starts with Frodo, Sam, and Gollum uh, looking at the Black Gate and ends with some orcs blowing some horns. Yay. 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 Toot. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see what they're signaling tomorrow. Yes. See all these orcs walking along on top of the Black Gate. Mm-hmm. Gollum is like freaking out. So let's let's talk about this uh, bigature. Okay. Uh, they don't really say what scale it was, but there is an interesting note here about this miniature. Yeah. So in the... Is it a bigature or is it, it a... This is a bigature. Okay. This was like installed in a place. That's awesome. This is a bigature. And... What they sent off to be made, the the paper said the black gates. So you'll notice that the right half and the joint in the middle makes it look like there was a second gate, but they kind of buried it in the thing mm-hmm. because they made two, uh, like two side by side. So gates, plural. Right. Instead of the black gate. And then like when they installed it, they just made it one. Okay. Like. But originally it was like, it was the, or at least the mock-up was done as two. And then like the final one may have just been this one. But it looks like there's almost a second one there in the frame. Mm. But you can't see it because of like the, the rocks and stuff. It's like they sent along one something with a typo that said Black Gates hmm. instead of Black Gate. So at least some of the exploratory work was done with two. And then the books, I guess, is described as a more standard like portcullis style gates. Yeah. But Peter wanted, like, a gate that could open and a whole army could walk into. Okay. Well, I mean, like, like by portcullis, you mean, like, the grates and then, yeah. like, that they rise up and there's, like, a bridge over a moat, like, every classic fantasy castle kind of thing? Yeah, but I don't think there's a bridge over a moat. I think it's just the portcullis. Okay. That's what I imagine, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't the castle in Shrek have one of those? Yes. <laughs> and he, like, just throws it open? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Thanks, Shrek. <laughs> right? Yeah, the the, port, the portcullis is like the crisscross style gate that goes up and down. Okay. I forgot that that was a word. Thank you for reminding me. Mm. And this design is just because they wanted to show like this really big imposing structure. It's like this feat of engineering that can open and let a whole army in. Yeah. And it looks really impressive. Yeah. Uh, John Howe talks about the design of this gate. Trying to make it look like, uh, like the orcs and Sauron just like welded metal over a Numenorean structure that was here before. Oh, right, because this is, um, this used to be like territory this, of the kingdom of men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Occupied territory. Yeah. And now it's Mordor. Now it's Mordor. And they have more doors. Because they only have one right now. One and a half. One and a half. I think my favorite part of this gate is the, like, round, um, like, watchtower part that sticks out. Yeah. 
because uh, like you have the swinging doors with like the weird metal teeth. I think that's on the back side because you can see other like structures in the top left of the screen. Uh-huh. So I think this rounded area is actually on the other side of the gate. But it's like sticking out when they're looking at it. I don't think they're looking at that side. I think that this is just a shot for us. Maybe. Because there's none of that stuff outside the gate. None of those structures. Yeah. No, see, like... Because it's back here, I think. I mean, or up I here. mean um, 17 seconds into the minute, the, the bit of the gate that is closest to them. Oh, yes. Like the okay. round chubby part with the, the pointy... Uh, they're called crenellations. Pointy just parts. <laughs> <laughs> pointy parts? Yeah. <laughs> it does kind of look like there were multiple gates right a little detail in this this miniature too mm-hmm. is if you look at the ground in front of where the gates open there are these big deep lines where where it swings yeah yeah they're just like gouged into the earth in front of the gate right and next tomorrow we're going to see them open right and how they open is kind of incredible. They uh, they talk a lot about the engineering that went into making this work. Mm, that's awesome. But the, the first part of this minute with just Frodo, Sam, and Gollum. Yeah. So if you'll remember from last movie, Sean Astin, when he ran into the water after Frodo. Right. Stepped on a big piece of glass and screwed up his foot. Right. This, was, this bit was filmed just a couple days after that. Uh-huh. So you'll notice at the beginning of the scene when Sean Astin comes to- into the foreground, he's very low to the ground and like crawling real slowly and settles into a spot mm-hmm. really like really kind of quickly because he can't really put a lot of pressure on the foot that he got stabbed oh, through. Oh man, that sucks. So he's still hurt when they filmed this. This is just a couple days later. That's that sucks. Like, scrabbling over rocks and, like... You're right. Like, scrabbling all over all these polystyrene rocks and settling into place. Yeah. That's why he, he his movements look kind of awkward, if you're paying attention. Mm. Okay. Because his foot hurts. That makes sense. Honestly, good on these guys for, like, showing up with, like, broken ribs and, like, puncture wounds at the bottom of their feet. Right. <laughs> No kidding. Doing the work. They're a troop. I mean, what else are they going to do? They're living on set practically. Yeah, that's true. I would, I don't know. I would ask for a day off. Be like, like, I don't know, go film some scenery or something. Just no like days rest. off. The The scheduling for all of this was like so tight. Mm-hmm. It It's kind of incredible. The more that they talk about it in the commentaries, there's, there's no days off. Like every day was planned and every time there was a, they had backup plans for weather days always. Right. That's how they wound up in gymnasiums and storage sheds. Uh, like, we're going to run out the racquetball court just in case it rains today. And then we're going to do some dialogue stuff. I mean, it's like good on them for being so prepared. I, that's literally their job is just to be like, okay, we right, have backup plans for our backup plans. But that's like the that's like the producer's job or whatever, isn't it? Uh, y- yes. Yes. Planning the production is like the producer's job. I mean, the producer's job is also like funding mm. the... But, like, it's, like, a team of people, like, right. working. I'm pretty sure that the producer is also responsible for some of that stuff. For, like, securing sites and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know a whole lot about the movie-making business. There's, um, like, every, every, um, I don't know, like, you know, like, every credit in a movie, like, that person is responsible for doing something. something yeah. It's all a part of one big 
well-oiled machine like the Black Gate. I always thought it'd be fun to work for like craft services on a movie. Yeah. Because I'm a food service guy. Right. So I always thought that would be cool. Yeah, so, like a dinner bell and like yeah. a big cauldron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get to wear the like the cool, like the, the nice like tux and the white apron. Oh, why would you be wearing a tux on set? I don't know. I wouldn't want to wear a tux like on the, the in a quarry. Like I don't know. I'm just imagining a very, like, high-class sort of production. Uh, I mean, I guess you just... What What about a production is high-class? I don't know. Show up, feed See, them. I know nothing about the movie business. High-class is for, like, the schmoozing, awardsing hmm. stuff. So that'd be cool. Dig it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Just serve celebrities their food. Well, I mean, it's mostly crew. Yeah. I mean, they all come get their food, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, ima- I imagine there's just a lot of, like, eating and basically picnic-style eating <laughs> along the production of this movie. It's kind of what I imagine. Just forage what you can. No, just, like, <laughs> they bring all- they just bring packed meals to all these sites off in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my God. It's like... It's like, just, you know, the four hobbits just spread out a blanket and have a picnic <laughs> in costume, eating their lunch. Uh, For a while... Um, after high school, I was a, a summer camp counselor and like we would, you know, have meals in the, in the dining hall, but we would also like, if we were going on like a hike or something, we would all do like bag lunch. Yeah. So like, which was the worst thing to coordinate Yeah. for like yeah, but I'm just, I'm 20 just... different people and making sure they all get something to eat before we leave. <laughs> I'm just picturing like the four hobbits on the classic red and white flannel yeah, yeah, yeah. with the little, the little wicker <laughs> the basket. <laughs> And little perfectly cut triangle crustless sandwiches. Oh my god! Just all, and, and Elijah Wood just falls asleep in the sun. Yeah, just just, just like a little line of ants crawling across his chest. Yeah. cinematically. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. <laughs> we just like zoom in, and it comes a bug's life for a little bit. And, and we zoom out. It's not even like it's it's they're in character yeah. as as Frodo, Sam, and Gollum <laughs> just hanging out. It's the beach episode of their anime. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Where's that deleted scene? I don't want that. <laughs> they find they find a pool to play in. That's Have a great later. summer's day. That's later, dude. Yeah, they find a pool of lava to play in. <laughs> no, I mean like the uh, Gollum song about the fish. So That's juicy, true. sweet. <laughs> oh yes, the forbidden pool. <laughs> that that's uh yeah, Gollum's beach episode goes poorly. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is there, there, I feel like we've talked about, is there a Lord of the Rings, like, anime adaptation? I feel like there must be. Or, I, I don't know. I thought there was, like, a, a, a manga. I'm pretty, I, there is a manga, I'm pretty sure. We gotta find that nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> An anime adaptation? I don't think so. I think the... The right to to make it would probably cost more than the yearly budget of your average anime studio. Mm-hmm. Amazon, you know what to do. Dude, <laughs> that's that's your that's their Lord of the Rings TV series. <laughs> that's why they've been really quiet about it. It's going to be oh an anime. My God. Can you imagine? Like, I'll watch it. The the backlash. Oh, uh, what backlash? That'd that be would, great. No, that would be like, oh my God. Lord of the Rings anime. I feel like An- that's Amazon. Not, I feel like it's not a crossover that would be like wise. Dude, are you kidding me? I don't know. The action scenes would be sick. 
guess. Get, like, a good studio to work on it. It's just, like, Flash animation. Uh-huh. Hey, like, man, I've seen some impressive Flash animation. Like, like mid-2000s, pre-YouTube Flash animation. Like some Newgrounds Flash animation. <laughs> yeah. Some albino black sheep. Amazon's like, yeah, we spend billion, billions of dollars to bring you this, and it's just... So like, we spent, like, $2,000 making it. Here you go, nerds. You're oh gonna watch it anyway. Oh, <laughs> Oh, man. That would be the biggest slap in the face. Oh, man. It's just crappy animation. Oh, man. Can you imagine, like, the, the fan petitions, like, cancel your Amazon Prime subscription? Nobody would. <laughs> Everyone would be watching it. <laughs> Hypocrites. Oh, my gosh. That's it doesn't so matter funny. what it is. Everyone's going to watch it anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> it could be, like, still frame, like, motion comic style it's, crap and no, people would no, watch no, it. No, 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 no. Have you even seen a motion comic? Yes. It's, it's, uh... I can't. It's, um, it's something. I can't watch motion comics. I've tried. I watched, um... I watched this Thor one a few years ago. Yeah, It was yeah, on Netflix, yeah, like, called, yeah. like, Blood Brothers or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I watched that, too. That was on, um, it was on, on Netflix. YouTube. Was it on YouTube? I, I saw it on Netflix. Uh... And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I started watching it, and I was just like, wait, why isn't this animated? It was interesting uh i think an animation style for like backgrounds like if you do the background as like a motion comic and mm. then have the characters walking around in the foreground would be pretty cool um that can look really jarring uh but sometimes when things like that are done well like when the but background if like it, but if the the characters are also super stylized but they right. also like move freely like sometimes when a background looks like a very different style than the than the characters walking around in it, yeah, it's really jarring, and it does happen in anime sometimes because there's some because they always do uh, different animators do backgrounds from character work, and the people that direct backgrounds usually have like years and years of experience, and once you know like what their style is, you can kind of you know what a background they did was, mm-hmm. and some. Some animators are like super, super realistic, like and it's, Miyazaki, and it's occasionally <laughs> it occasionally kind of takes you out of what's going on in the foreground when the character animation doesn't look even remotely as beautiful as the backgrounds. Oh, that's funny. But one of the best examples of that I can think of is from Legend of Korra, which you haven't seen. But oh, there's the first Avatar episode. Yeah, there's a it's a two it's a two parter, and the backgrounds are all like more ink painting style, but yeah. the characters are like the normal Avatar stylized stuff. That's cool. And it, it works really well. So when that works well, it works really well. And then when it doesn't, it, it really doesn't. Mm. And I don't really think there's a middle ground. That's fair. Sorry to continue to ramble about anime. Whatever. That's your, it's your stuff. It's my stuff. <laughs> I'm an anime guy. So what what do we think um sam's old gaffer uh would say about this situation because he's like mild you guys are a couple of idiots yeah he'd be like oh he'd have a thing or two to say about this and like what what would he say um do you guys want to die right what are you doing why is he from texas all of a sudden (laughs) i don't know i just imagine the old storyteller has like the sam elliott voice like, whenever I think about an old storyteller, that's the first voice that pops into my head is Sam Elliott. we've heard him speak. I know. Okay. We've heard, we've heard the gaffer speak. I can't, I can't imitate that. 
I don't I it it was so long ago I don't remember but we've heard him speak and it definitely wasn't with a southern accent. No. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, but Get <laughs> and Gollum is like freaking out and he's like, Good Smeagol, brought you where you told me to go. Like Master says. Frodo's like, I did tell you that, didn't I? Yeah. I love the way he says I did. <laughs> because I did. it's it's he's so intimidated and it was just like, Oh man, this was a good idea right up until this moment. Or not even a good idea. Like this, this... was a, a plausible idea right up until here. Right. Because they had no he had no idea. Yeah. So this just illustrates the poor foresight of hobbits. Let's walk up to the... Gollum, lead me to the front I door. Mean, okay, 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 okay. What are you going to do? Play ding-dong ditch and then try to sneak by? <laughs> we'll talk about it more next week. Uh, But, like, what is their plan? They don't have one. They're hobbits. Hobbits are not future thinkers. <laughs> oh, my God. This makes me look, like, They never look past tomorrow. Like... <laughs> This look. This makes me look like a control freak, like a scheduling every minute of my day kind of person. Like, yeah, we'll just wing it. Like, oh my god. <laughs> just take us to the front door and we'll figure it out from there. When the real question should have been, from the beginning, if Frodo and Sam were forward thinkers. Gollum, how did you get out of Mordor? <laughs> and can we get in that way? Well, okay. Having no um, sense of scope like maybe they can maybe they were imagining the 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 portcullis style gate and like they're small they can crawl like crawl through the holes right uh but this nonsense <laughs> is this is a wall that opens entirely different so i can kind of see why they would have just been like oh yeah it's a gate like we can crawl over the gate or like get through the holes of the gate you know you know who really should have asked Gollum this question? Gandalf. Gandalf and Aragorn when they right? freaking caught him. How'd you get out of Mordor? But they, they they didn't in the movie. I know. They didn't in the movie. And like, Gollum escaped from two places in the book. Yeah. He escaped from Mordor and then he escaped from Mirkwood. I wonder if he, I wonder if he escaped from Mirkwood the same way Bilbo did. What, barrels? Yeah. He is a clever waterman. Bilbo escaped because he wasn't caught to begin with. <laughs> yeah, but it's a way out. Yeah. It's the only way out of the dungeons as far as I'm aware. Can you, oh my god, can you imagine Thranduil's, like, sense of rage or whatever? Like, knowing that, like, not one, but, like, 14 captives have escaped in the past 60 years. Right. <laughs> like, can you, like... The same way. Can you imagine? I would be so mad. Yeah, be pissed. All of those barrel elves are fired, at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, because in the book, the reason Legolas shows up at the Council of Elrond is to be like, Gollum escaped? Yeah. <laughs> FYI. FYI. My dad lost him. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we lost track of the, the corrupted agent of malice and the ring's corruption that you you gave us to hold on to uh, we lost Dude, it okay Gandalf, we lost it a wizard should know better um, should have given him to elrond bilbo got like 13 dwarves what no 12 dwarves out of mirkwood no uh, 13 13 yeah 
Because Bilbo is the 14th, so it's not an unlucky number when Gandalf leaves. Okay. Because Gandalf okay, was right, planning right, right. to leave. Okay, so yeah, he he got over 10 dwarves. Out. A baker's dozen. <laughs> out oh of Thranduil's dungeon. And why, Gandalf knows this. Why didn't the, why didn't he give him to like Galadriel? Just hold on to this. Or Elrond. Elrond probably was just like, "Ew, I don't want this." Elrond was like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> Elrond was probably like, "I have no prisons in Rivendell." I'm sure Galadriel's got something. Yeah, she probably has a dungeon. If her 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 like queen monologue, I feel like she would have a dungeon. She's a control freak. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a dungeon. Or at he least, insulted me. I didn't say anything. Wouldn't it was she, the way you looked at me. Wouldn't she have a um, hundred years? To... <laughs> oh, now Galadriel's lemon grab. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just lemon grab with a golden wig. I don't want that. In a white dress. No. No. One hundred years for, dungeon. For the love of all that is holy. No. Wouldn't have Gal- wouldn't Galadriel be like, oh yeah, this this dude's gonna escape? Um. <laughs> Though I guess if he had given Gollum to Galadriel, if she had been like, oh yeah, he's gonna escape, so we might as well just let him go. Right. <laughs> things that are, things that were. <laughs> oh, Gollum's gonna escape. Oh well. <laughs> oh man. It's I interesting don't... to me that Gollum was even able to like meet up with the Fellowship. After escaping from the elves in Mirkwood. But when does that... Oh, that happens because... Right, that happens right before the council then. Because Legolas is there to be like, Oh, by the way... Maybe a couple weeks before? I'm not sure how long it takes... I don't remember how long it takes to travel from Rivendell to Thranduil's Hall. Well, he probably knows, like, shortcuts um, underground through caverns and stuff. Who, Gollum? Yeah. Not in Mirkwood. Well, no, not in Mirkwood, but I mean, like, to get up... To catch up to them. Maybe. Because... Like, we don't... How many spiders did he evade? We don't get an inkling... Oh my god, yeah. Maybe they smelled, um... Shelob on him and left him alone. Like, oh, it's mom. Like, um, like Aragog in uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Shelob is the... The last child of of Ungoliant. Dude, she's old. I don't know how old Shelob is exactly, but she's referred to as, like, the last child of Ungoliant. She's the last of that kind of spider. Oh, I see. Not like a literal like and then the And then I think the spiders of Mirkwood are descendants of Shelob, I think. Then wouldn't they be the last children of Ungoliant? That's that's not how magical creatures work. But they're also magical. Right, but they're not as What did she do? Like I don't know. What where did she find a big enough spider? I don't know. I don't know, but that like that's just the way that they're referred to. Is... She's the last child of Mongolia because she ate all the other males. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Thanks, my dude. Spiders are hardcore. <laughs> spiders are hardcore. <laughs> like, all the all the big evil spiders left in Middle-earth, I think, are supposed to be, like, descendants of Shelob. Mm. And she's the last, like, pure descendant of Ungoliant, I think, is, like, the idea. And each generation, like, diminishes that original power. Okay. You know... Magic stuff. Sure. Uh, just spider things. <laughs> Hashtag just spider things. <laughs> Stringing your enemies up and watching them rot for weeks. Just spider things. <laughs> Eating their insides. 
Oh my god. Leaving their shriveled husks on your doorstep. Just spider things. <laughs> just interior decorating. Oh my god. Rebuilding your home every few days. Just spider things. <laughs> I want it in like the swirly, like, you know, just girly things font. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Um, this minute's pretty light. They just look at the gate. Yeah, they just look at the gate and Frodo looks hella intimidated. Wow, 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 wow. You just said that word. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think it's the perfect word to describe over-the-top emotions. Yeah, I guess. I have a personal vendetta against that word for anyone who's not aware. Um, I don't... Uh, this this is the moment where Frodo realizes that this was a bad plan. Is it, though? It's, yes. Not when Gollum's trying to eat him. No, this is this is the moment when he's just like, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you, good Smeagol brings Master to the gate, like like you said he would, like like you told him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I sure did. <laughs> that is, this is a thing I am responsible for. <laughs> it's so understated, but it's so funny. <laughs> it really is. It's so funny. I I. He looks so. Overwhelmed. It's not. I don't. It's not supposed to be funny, but I find it really funny. It, I think it's funny. Uh, I don't think it's. I, th- I don't think it's supposed to be funny. I think it's supposed to be just like, oh, oh, snap. Oh no! I think people. I, I think people laughed at this in oh, theaters. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I I did. How is a line like that not supposed to be comedic? I guess. Look, this is what you told me to do. Yep, I told you to do this. <laughs> No deflecting the blame here. What? Frodo takes full responsibility for this. <laughs> Poor Frodo. It's a life of taking responsibility things that taking responsibility for things that he never should have had to do. Well, he should. Yeah, you were like you were saying. If they had any any inkling, like any any sense of foresight. Uh. Hobbits live over a hundred years, and they don't think about the future. Yeah, because they don't leave the Shire. What's gonna What's gonna attack them in the Shire? Like a rampant cow? Like what? Apparently, there was a dragon there sometime in the past. Yeah, forever ago. I guess drowning is like the biggest threat to choking hobbit. on a turnip. To hobbit? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're supposed to cook turnips till they're really soft. How do you manage that? You mess it up. I don't know. <laughs> They eat a lot of root vegetables. Just a stray firework. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's nothing to do in the Shire. Alcoholism is probably a, a large contributor I, I to... I feel like there aren't a whole lot of alcoholic hobbits. I, I think feel every like hobbit is an alcoholic. I feel like their cultural... Uh, their culture doesn't classify alcoholism until it's, like, really, really bad. I don't know. I think the, the, the leading killer of hobbits is old age. So <laughs> yeah. it's not like... Runaway carriages. It's not like they're prepared for this. I mean, that's literally the whole point. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, insurmountable odds. What are they going to do? Shrug. Be very small. (laughs) That's their plan. (laughs) That's always a hobbit's plan. Well, perhaps if I am very small, they will not notice me. Yeah. I know. I love how they like squish down flatter to the ground when when they see the army coming. The army's not going to look up. Gollum thinks the army's going to look up. Gollum is just like, oh god, no, 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 no. He's like cringing as soon as he sees the gate. 
And then he looks down, he hears the army marching in, and he looks down, and then he's, like, ducking with his hands over his head. Yeah. It's like, why did I, why did I agree to this? <laughs> because we want the precious. Silly. It is silly. We'll, 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 we'll dwell more on the Black Gate, um, tomorrow. Yeah. But for now, uh, if you are on Facebook... I know people are leaving Facebook, but we're still there. Um, check out our uh, listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic. And if you have a moment, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the Podcatcher app of your choice. It helps us out greatly. Um, and thanks for listening. Hope everyone has a good Thursday, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Black Gate some more. Bye!